Welcome, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Law of Self-Defense, a very Law of Self-Defense show, a very snowy, icy, slippery show today here in the Denver area. We got more snow last night, and it's the roads have been a mess, but I made it in safely to work. The show goes on for sure. I am, of course, Attorney Andrew Branca for the Law of Self-Defense. Thank you very much for that. And today is going to be a rather brief show uh, about Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, he's back with us again, like an STD that doesn't go away. And that's because he managed to uh, finagle a uh, very favorable press release from the Screen Actors Guild. Um, So we're going to read that statement from the Screen Actors Guild in defense of Alec Baldwin and then point out the hypocrisy of it by taking a look at SAG's very own firearm safety regulations and see how many of those Alec Baldwin violated in his shooting dead cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust. So with that out of the way, let's see. I think I forgot. I forgot. I forgot to make my little formal intro of the show. That was sloppy of me. Let me see. No, it's here. Why can't I... (laughs) <laughs> Am I looking at the wrong thing? Hold on, hold on, folks. I know what I did wrong. Okay, with with that taken care of, let's go ahead and launch the formal start of today's show. All right, and today's show is brought to us by none other than Law of Self-Defense itself in the form of our best-selling book, Law of Self-Defense Principles, your handbook to being hard to convict if you're ever compelled to defend yourself, your family, your property. Check it out on Amazon, five-star rated, bestseller in its category, but don't buy it on Amazon. They'll charge you for the book and the shipping and handling. We only ask you to cover the cost of getting the book to you. The book itself is free from us at lawofselfdefense.com slash free book, lawofselfdefense.com slash free book. And with that out of the way, let's take a look at what the Screen Actors Guild had to say yesterday uh, following Alec Baldwin's re-indictment on involuntary manslaughter charges a week ago today in a press release issued by SAG, reported on by Variety Magazine. And by the way, one one typical aspect of this piece by Variety, of course, is that it's propaganda. How do you know it's propaganda? Because it's only telling Alec Baldwin's side of the story. It's It doesn't do what I'm going to do in the show, which is show you the hypocrisy of SAG. So let's look through this article. SAG after, after. Let's see. 
defends Alec Baldwin. Quote, an actor's job is not to be a firearms expert. Close quote. So according to SAG, Alec Baldwin has no responsibility for how he handles an actual firearm on a movie set. He can do whatever he wants. He even pointed at a woman and mother without ensuring it's not loaded and firing the gun. By the way, this is the featured photo in the Variety magazine article talking about SAG defending Alec Baldwin. And his finger is on the trigger. I mean, this is the this is where I got the background for my own thumbprint of today's show. There's the arrow. There's the finger. And what happened? Bang. Bang is what happened. SAG after issued a statement Thursday, yesterday, defending Alec Baldwin after the actor was indicted last week for involuntary manslaughter and the shooting death of Rust cinematographer Helena Hutchins. The union argued that Baldwin was not responsible for firearm safety. Remember that. Baldwin was not responsible for firearm safety. We'll see how that easy that is to swallow when we look at SAG's own regulations on firearm safety. And that of the production rests on such And that if the production rests on such a responsibility, that is an incorrect assessment of the actual duties of an actor on set. Quote, an actor's job is not to be a firearms or weapons expert, the union said. Performers train to perform, and they are not required or expected to be experts on guns or experienced in their use. The industry assigns that responsibility to qualified professionals who oversee their use and handling in every aspect. How would an armorer even a competent armor, have prevented Alec Baldwin pointing this gun, the gun in his hand, what he knew to be a real gun, at Helena Hutchins and firing the gun. Is the armorer supposed to expect it to, what, drop from the ceiling onto the actor? Baldwin was holding a gun during preparation for a scene when it fired. Listen to the passive voice. They didn't say when he fired it. The gun just miraculously fired itself. Baldwin was holding a gun during preparation for a scene when it fired, killing Hutchins and wounding director Joel Souza. Baldwin has said that he did not pull the trigger, though the prosecution's forensic experts concluded that the gun could only have been fired if the trigger was pulled. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the film's armorer, is set to go on trial next month on separate charges of involuntary manslaughter and evidence tampering. She mistakenly loaded a live round into Baldwin's gun, which should have contained only dummy rounds. To prove involuntary manslaughter in either case, the prosecution will have to show criminal negligence, a higher standard than the ordinary negligence that would apply in a civil case. To rise to the level of criminal conduct, the behavior must be reckless, wanton, or willful, not just careless. That's true. But if you're handling an inherently dangerous instrument like a firearm, there is no negligence, mere negligence. If a death results, it's always recklessness because of the inherently dangerous nature of the weapon. Everybody knows guns are deadly. In an interview with ABC News in December 2021, Baldwin said he had been trained not to point a gun at anyone and fire. Well, he did point the gun at someone. (laughs) I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger. That was the training that I had. Baldwin was initially charged in January 2023, but those charges were dropped three months later. SAG after also came to the actor's defense at the time of the original charges, saying that um, 
saying that the prosecution's theory was wrong and uninformed. Well, I've done a lot of blog posts explaining the prosecution's theory, and it is correct and legally sound. California passed a law last year that set training requirements for film armorers and codified set safety standards for firearm use. Why did they feel the need to do that? Prior to the legislation, the industry safety rules had been voluntary, and there was no requirement that armorers get training. The bill was the result of a compromise between the industry and the entertainment unions. Armorer Gutierrez Reed did not receive any formal training as an armorer before taking the rust job, though her father, Thel Reed, is a veteran armorer. In her police interview, she also said she never saw the industry-wide safety bulletins that are supposed to be attached to the call sheets. The prosecutors on the original case also sought to hold Baldwin accountable as a producer for management lapses on set, in addition to alleged mishandling of the gun. The case has since been reassigned to two special prosecutors, Carrie Morrissey and Jason Lewis, who have not yet spelled out their theory of the case. Well, they did in the indictment. The theory of the case is involuntary manslaughter, two forms. One is engaging in a lawful act without due care and circumspection and taking someone's life. And the second is engaging in an unlawful act here, negligent use of a firearm and someone's death results. And then the full SAG AFRA statement. So this is the AFRA, the SAG AFRA press release now. To the extent that the charges filed on January 19th are based on an accusation of negligent use of a firearm predicated on this or any actor having a duty to inspect the firearm as part of its use, that is an incorrect assessment of the actual duties of an actor on set. An actor's job is not to be a firearms or weapons expert. Firearms are provided for use on set under the guidance of multiple expert professionals directly responsible for the safe and accurate operation of that firearm. The industry standards for safety with firearms and use of blank ammunition are clearly laid out in Safety Bulletin 1, provided by the Joint Industry-Wide Labor Management Safety Commission. The guidelines require an experienced, qualified armorer to be put in charge of all handling, use, and safekeeping of firearms on set. These duties include inspecting the firearm and barrel before and after every firing sequence and checking all firearms before each use. Well, there wasn't supposed to be a firing sequence, was there? This was a rehearsal. There was not supposed to be any firing happening. Alec Baldwin keeps saying he didn't pull the trigger. So he he would be saying I was pulling the trigger because it was a firing sequence, if that's what it was. But that wasn't the case. So this is all deflection. Last paragraph of the press release. The guidelines do not make it the performer's responsibility to check any firearm. Well, I can't wait to get to the guidelines. Performers trained to perform, and they are not required or expected to be experts on guns or experienced in their use. The industry assigns that responsibility to qualified professionals who oversee their use and handling in every aspect. Anyone issued a firearm on set must be given training and guidance in its safe handling and use. Which Alec Baldwin was provided here and on dozens of other movie sets that he's been on where he handled guns. But all activity with firearms in a set must be under the careful supervision and control of the professional armor and its and the employer. All right. Now let's take a look at the actual safety bulletin for handling guns from SAG after the bulletin that was in effect at the time that Alec Baldwin shot and killed Elena Hutchins. As an actor. 
You are ultimately responsible for your own safety and the safety of your fellow cast members. Wait, I thought this wasn't Alec Baldwin's responsibility because he's an actor. Guideline continues. Production management and crew are responsible for creating and maintaining safe conditions, but it is your right and responsibility to double check the setup to ensure your own safety. You have the absolute right to say no to any stunt or scene you think might be dangerous. SAG contracts guarantee your right to refuse to perform any stunt or hazardous activity you even think might put you in danger. If you have doubts about the safety of any setup, say no and stick to it. Support your fellow performers who say no. If another actor or stunt performer says no to a stunt or hazardous activity, support that performer by by providing the no behind the no. Don't ever be pressured or induced to take a chance with your safety. So Alec Baldwin can't credibly say, well, I I was pointing the gun at Helena Hutchins. I mean, he can't deny that. The bullet struck her, but I was doing it at her command. So to the extent it was risky, that was her responsibility. No. No. The guidelines tell you to not engage in dangerous conduct, even if someone else wants you to. All the recommendations contained herein are intended to conform with applicable laws and governmental regulations. And in the event of any conflict, applicable laws and governmental regulations will prevail. This goes directly to the pro-Alec Baldwin people who claim that sure, if a non-actor engaged in this conduct, that would be involuntary manslaughter under New Mexico law, but it's different if an actor does it, as if there's something in the statute that, that exempts actors on a movie set from New Mexico statutory involuntary manslaughter law. There isn't. And even the Screen, screen Actors Guild recognizes that if there is a conflict, between any SAG guidelines and the law, the law will prevail. So even if SAG said it's okay to engage in reckless conduct with a gun and kill someone, that's forgivable. That's not what controls. The actual criminal law controls. This is kind of small. Sorry about that. Uh, I don't have a good way to make it bigger. Unfortunately, let me see if I can do this real quick. Yeah. Specifically now to firearms and other weapons. This is SAG's guidelines. In effect, when Alec Baldwin killed Helena Hutchins. Quote, treat all weapons as though they are loaded and or ready to use. SAG's guidelines. Do not play with weapons and never point one at anyone, including yourself. Follow the directions of the property master and or weapons handler regarding all weapons. The use of firearms and other weapons may require special permits and or operator certifications. Anyone that will be using a weapon shall know all the operating features and safety devices. Operating features would include how to check if the gun is loaded. 
All weapons must undergo thorough safety inspection, testing, and cleaning on a daily basis by qualified personnel. Oh, I had it exploded here. <laughs> Again, treat all weapons as though they are loaded and or ready to use. Do not play with weapons and never point one at anyone. That's the SAG guidelines. That's what they were telling everyone, all the actors, before Alec Baldwin found himself in hot water. Again, I left this. Did I blow this up too? Let me take a look. Uh, no. No one shall be issued a firearm until he or she is trained in safe handling, safe use, the safety lock, and proper firing procedures. That would include Alec Baldwin. And by the way, he was also a producer of this movie. So would have managerial responsibility for this as well. Refrain from pointing a firearm at anyone, including yourself. If it is absolutely necessary to do so on camera, consult the property master or, in his or her absence, the weapons handler and or other appropriate personnel determined by the locality or the needs of the production or other safety representative, such as the first AD stage manager. Remember that any object at which you point a firearm could be destroyed including Helena Hutchins. Never place your finger on the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Keep your finger alongside the firearm and off the trigger. Repeatedly, we saw Alec Baldwin's finger on the trigger when he was not prepared to fire. Contrary, contrary to SAG's own guidelines. On the fire trucks. <laughs> All local, state, and federal laws and regulations are applicable and can override these guidelines if they are more stringent. That would include New Mexico's law on involuntary manslaughter and what qualifies as reckless conduct, criminal conduct, reckless endangerment with a firearm. So even if SAG's guidelines said it was okay to point the gun at Helena Hutchins, which they do not say, and have your finger on the trigger, which is the opposite of what it says, that wouldn't matter because New Mexico's law on involuntary manslaughter would control. And again, these are all different sections of the guidelines, folks. So this is how much weight SAG put on these rules. They repeat them over and over and over again. General safe use and handling of firearms. Never point a firearm at anyone, including yourself. 
Never place your finger on the trigger until you are ready to shoot. Keep your finger alongside the firearm and off the trigger. And where, for those of you listening to the podcast, where it says never point a firearm at anyone, including yourself, the never point words are capitalized, bolded, and underlined. Where it says never place your finger on the trigger until you're ready to shoot, never place is capitalized, bolded, and underlined. Never point, never place. And those are all the slides. So that is what SAG actually tells and requires of actors on movie and TV sets. And that clearly places responsibility, even under SAG's own guidelines, for Helena Hutchins' death squarely on Alec Baldwin. Now, might there be other people who share liability for Helena Hutchins' death? Sure. Might Hannah Gutierrez Riz Reed deserve her own manslaughter sentence for allowing live ammo to be on set and whatever other errors she might have committed? Sure. But that doesn't relieve Alec Baldwin of his responsibility. If anything, if anything, I would expect uh, Gutierrez Reed's lawyers to be arguing the legal defense of intervening cause, that whatever mistakes Gutierrez Reed made, they would have been harmless, but for the later intervening cause of Alec Baldwin pointing the gun at Helena Hutchins and pressing the trigger. If he had not not done that, anything that Hannah Gutierrez Reed would have done would have been inconsequential. But we'll see. I suppose she's going on trial next week. But again, that's completely independent of the liability of Alec Baldwin. Now, for those who are interested, I have, of course, done a lot of writing on this. And if you go to lawofselfdefense.com slash Baldwin, I don't know if I have a banner for that. lawofselfdefense.com Baldwin, uh, you'll come to this webpage and it is open to the public. And I have aggregated here every blog post I've done on this event uh, all the way back to October 22nd, which was the first post I did after the day after the shooting, when the shooting was in the news. Um, So the shooting happened October 21st, 2021. I did my First blog post on October 22nd, the following day. But um, I, I would encourage you to read all of these, of course. But one you might find of particular interest and related to today's show is this one here, where I interviewed Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin happens to be a friend of mine. Great guy. Uh, came on the show. We did a live stream back on November 13th, 2022. Um, he was kind enough to provide me with this copy of the SAG AFTRA guidelines. And uh, we spoke for about half an hour and he shared his own experience as an actor in movies and TV, handling guns, what's expected, what the normal practices are. And uh, it was just a great conversation. So um, and there's a transcript of it, too, if you'd like that. Um, Great dude, Adam, Adam Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, not so much. All right, folks. So that's at lawofselfdefense.com slash Baldwin. You can find that article there. Now, this is where I go to the 
Q&A portion of today's show, and that is for Law of Self-Defense members only. The good news is you can be a Law of Self-Defense member dirt cheap for only 99 cents. 99 cents gets you a two-week trial membership at Law of Self-Defense. You can stay for the Q&A portions of our shows. You can get transcripts of every show we did, we do, and uh, much more. For 99 cents, how can you not try it out? At lawofselfdefense.com slash trial for that two-week trial membership for 99 cents. And if you stay a member afterwards, and really everybody does, it's still dirt cheap. It's only about 30 cents a day, folks, to be a Law of Self-Defense member. Less than $10 a month to be a Law of Self-Defense member. And that's at lawofselfdefense.com slash trial. This does mean that this is the end of the show for those of you on YouTube and Twitter. And I guess I didn't get, uh, sorry, Rumble, you didn't get the live stream today. I guess I forget to hit a setting, but I'll, I'll put it up as a, uh, as a recorded show on Rumble afterwards. And um, you would have been cut off if this was a live stream at this point. So if you're a member and you're watching on the member dashboard, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few seconds, about 10 seconds. And uh, we'll continue then with the Q&A portion of today's show. Here we go. 